0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Bought by the Hour. This is your host, Jill. I am stuck at home with COVID. And so even though it is an off week, I'm going to do a bonus episode for you guys. And we're going to tell you about some of these crazy tricks. I can't wait. And I'm so glad you're here. I want to insert a warning here. Um, This episode is also going to be explicit. I don't have a lot of them. It's not a common thing with this podcast, but some of the topics, it just, there's not a way to tell the story without being explicit, or else it just sounds really vague and weird. So I wanted to give everybody a chance to gather yourself, uh, make sure that this is something you are in for. We are going to discuss some sexually explicit topics, um, tricks, prostitution, drug use, who knows? <laughs> I could say anything at this point. I'm joking. But um, I just really want you guys to be aware and ready. I don't want anybody to be triggered. So consider this your warning. Okay, while you guys get ready for this next episode, I'm going to tell you about my new favorite podcast. It's called What Was That Like? And I'm obsessed. <laughs> These episodes are insane. I recently just listened to the one where Whitney got shot 12 times. It You have to check it out. You can go to whatwasthatlike.com or you can check them out on Spotify or any of your podcasting apps. Now, the guy, Scott, who hosts it, super cool but he really stays out of the way and lets people tell their story and that's what i love about this podcast is it's the people who actually experienced it coming on and telling you what it's like firsthand they are like a wide variety of topics there's anything from true crime to like you know there's home invasions and like mass shootings and just crazy stuff one guy got mauled by a grizzly bear And then there's lighthearted, like cool stuff, like a guy winning Wheel of Fortune, which I would love to do, by the way. (laughs) I really think you guys should check it out. It's whatwasthatlike.com. So ready to jump in. (laughs) I love telling these stories, especially about the ones that were not horrible, Um, so the trick that we're going to cover today, um, he had called me pretty early on in the trafficking. I was at a hotel in Long Island and the first time he called me, he introduced himself. He said, everyone just calls me little Dave. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) So I talked to little Dave. The first time he called, I actually talked to him for almost an hour which generally would not have been the case, but I just happened to not be busy and have anybody coming by and have any other phone calls. Um, Jack would have been very upset if he would have known that I spent that much time on the phone with somebody for free. You know, how dare we uh, even have conversations. So he made his first appointment with me. He was supposed to come see me. um, I think it was that day. And then he kind of did a no-call, no-show thing, and I was super confused because I was like, we just did all this talking and all this stuff, but I didn't really follow up with him after that. Um, It just wasn't something that I did. Uh, If you didn't come, then you didn't want to. (laughs) I'm not going to beg you, (laughs) especially when it's something I didn't really want to do anyway. And so I didn't really think anything of it. A couple weeks later, I was in the same location. Um, in Long Island, and Little Dave calls me again, and I'm like, "Well, why, you know, why are you calling me again when you didn't show up for the last appointment? You know, usually they have an excuse. Oh, my wife came home, or oh, she checked my phone and found out, or whatever weird, ex- you know, there's always an excuse um, because people would cancel or not show up a lot and then try to call and book again. And so, um, you know, he's like, "Well, I'm just really scared," and I'm like, I'm "Scared of what?" <laughs> And he goes, well, I've been turned down at the door before I've had women refuse to see me after I got there and they open the door and they see me. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, and girls laugh at me all the time. And so at this point, I'm kind of starting to think that maybe this is like a possible shaming fetish type thing. Um, That was a very common, I had several tricks that liked to be made fun of, um, you know, for different things (laughs) and just liked, I don't know. I don't know why being embarrassed or being to like being made ashamed is a turn on. Uh, it is not for me, just so we're clear, anyone's interested. Um, (laughs) but yeah, no, it's, it, uh, it it was not that <laughs> come to find out he was being like super vague about what the problem was but he was just very clear that he was very scared and so before he got off the phone uh he was making another appointment with me he but he was like will you promise me that you will let me come into the room that you're not going to turn me away at the door and i was like yeah whatever man i promise <laughs> like if you actually show up this time I will let you into the room, no problem, I promise. And let me just tell you, I am very glad that I did. <laughs> so it finally came up to our appointment time and I finally get a call from little Dave saying that he's here and asking me what room number I'm in because I never gave my room number ahead of time. I just didn't want any like surprise knocks on the door. I always knew if there was a knock on my door that was unexpected, it was either the maids, Jack, or the cops. And so it just kind of eliminated a fourth option to random knocks. Um, And so he calls me and tells me he's in the parking lot. I give him my room number and I'm like anxiously watching out the window because I cannot figure out for the life of me, like what is so wrong with this guy that nobody would see him like when it comes to trafficking and prostitution, pretty much nobody gets turned down. So I was really thrown off that other women were passing up the money for whatever his ailment was. And so I'm like creepily like trying to stare out the window, but not make it super obvious (laughs) that I'm staring out the window. And I see him hop out of his truck and I'm like, Where did he go? (laughs) And so next thing I know, here he comes walking up to my door and knocks. Y'all, Little Dave was a midget. And I don't know why that never crossed my mind, especially when he told me his name was Little Dave. I... I mean, I had a good friend of mine that little was in the front of his name and he was not a little guy, so it did not even occur to me. But at this point now, once I see him and I realize that he's a midget, I mean, I'm not going to say that I was excited because I was never really excited to have sex with strangers for money, but my own curiosities had been piqued at this point. Um, I had never... You know, had any interactions with a midget, especially sexually. So I've never seen a midget naked and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to know. I need to know. <laughs> Are we supposed to not say midget? Should we say little person? I'm going to say little person from now on. If anybody's listening and I've offended you, I'm really sorry. That just occurred to me. I grew up in the 90s. <laughs> so um, Dave, though, was the sweetest. One of the I mean, greatest clients that I had throughout the time that I was in the trafficking. Um, He would come often, anytime that I was in Long Island, it didn't matter if it was like an hour drive for him. He would come and see me. Sometimes he would come and pay for the time just to sit and talk. Um, And there was no sex, no sexual interactions at all. Um, He became a regular very quickly as soon as he realized that I wasn't going to judge him for being a little person which again in the field and in the time of my life that just seems crazy to me like it it was always sold to me by Jack that you know we (laughs) prostitutes are the one people in the world that you can go to and be honest and they won't judge you because they've seen everything so um once he realized, though, that that I was going to be nice to him and treat him like a regular person, because he is, <laughs> um, he just kind of, not obsessed, but it was almost like he was my best friend. He would pay me whether we had sex or not. He would bring me food. He would bring me gifts. Um, if I texted him and was like, hey, I need a pack of cigarettes or I need this or need, he would grab it and there was, you know some other tricks would be like, oh, I brought your cigarettes, but I took it out of your money. So here's the change. (laughs) I'd be like, yeah, no, (laughs) that's not how this is supposed to work. (laughs) But um, he never did anything like that. Um, He was just a really nice guy, really nice, and uh, was not married from what I know, but 99.9% of tricks lie about being married. So Who really knows? (laughs) I would like to think that he didn't. He was so nice. I would like to think that he was honest with me, but you know, chances are. So I don't know. He was, he was definitely one of the kind of breaks from the weirdness in the situation. It was refreshing to just sit and have a conversation with someone who didn't judge me or look at me like I was gross or just want to use me. Um, he kind of saw me as a person, and that was really refreshing. Um, so I was gonna go over some of like the most asked questions that I get after I tell people that I had seen little people as a prostitute. <laughs> um, so the first question is always about size. <laughs> um, Yes, their dicks are regular size. (laughs) Like it it was the average five to seven, you know, I think that's what the average is, right? Five to seven inches. Um, He did not have a tiny penis. Like it was not, uh, it did not match the rest of his body. Now his top half, I I know that there are like different types of dwarfism um, that affect different parts of your body. However, um, whatever Dave had his, the top half of his body was like normal in relation, his torso and everything, his legs were just really short. So, um, that kind of leads into the other question. So everybody was always like, what kind of positions can you do with someone who's that much smaller than you? And, um, the main answer to that is cowgirl. Uh, (laughs) that's it. That's it. You just get on top because me being a regular sized, like larger, especially because I'm not skinny, um, person, you know, (laughs) it just didn't, it just didn't work out, uh, size wise for everything to match up, um, and for him to be able to balance himself. And so we pretty much just, I was on top every time. (laughs) And, um, there were a couple times, depending on the hotel room that I was in, uh, that there was like mirrors on the ceilings and he said that was his favorite, he, I guess, had kind of developed a little bit of like a giantism fetish, uh, which is where people are into giants or things that are much larger than them, um, which kind of ties into the shaming. It's usually there's uh, an aspect of being shamed for being small uh, in that fetish. But um, he loved (laughs) seeing like this girl with, boobs the size of his head, um, on him. And so that might've been an exact quote. (laughs) He was super funny. Um, it, it didn't make the sex any less traumatizing or uncomfortable for me because I knew that I was not in this situation willingly. Um, but it made it suck a little bit less, if that makes any sense. So Um, I did have one person ask one time, was I scared that I was going to crush him? And the answer is yes, I was very scared. I definitely thought I was going to crush him. Um, but after the first time I realized that, you know, it's like any other human body, as long as you don't apply pressure to certain areas too hard, you're fine, (laughs) you know? So it worked out, but I, um, I appreciate the time that I spent with little Dave. I learned a lot. Um, and and he made my days a little more tolerable I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I am really glad I got to share another piece of this story with you. As always, if you could please share this podcast on your Facebook, your Instagram, your Twitter. We do have a Facebook page at Bought By The Hour. You can feel free to message us any questions, follow me on there. I post updates and links to new episodes all the time. I am so excited to also be sponsored by What Was That Like? That is my favorite podcast, and I hope you guys check them out. Have a great day.